On Wednesday, February 21st, Eric Brunke, Sarah Wood, and I left Duluth about 5.40 a.m., headed to Prentice Park in Ashland to try again for the elusive field fair. This extraordinarily rare thrush from Eurasia, this is only the second record ever anywhere in the entire Midwest, was first spotted by Tim Akshuta on Thursday, February 15th, and then relocated by Tim on Sunday morning. When Eric Brunke and I learned it was still there Sunday, we headed right over but arrived too late. No one saw it after 9 a.m. It reappeared on Monday and Tuesday mornings again between 7.30 and 9 o'clock or so. I was scared the bird would disappear for good by the time I could get away again on Wednesday, but we gave it the old college try. We arrived about 7.10, technically a few minutes after sunrise, but still in low light. The eastern sky finally let a few rays of sun peek through a few minutes after we arrived, but the sky quickly grew overcast again, and a few snowflakes swirled around just in case anyone forgot that it's still the dead of winter. A couple dozen birders were already there listening intently and scanning every treetop. Every time this field fair has been found, it's been associating with blue jays, but jays seemed to sleep in on dark mornings and we didn't detect any serious blue jay action until after 8. At 8.20 or so, someone in the crowd, it was hard to tell who, found it way, way across a field on private land, and about half the crowd, including me, ran through some underbrush and a line of trees to get a slightly closer and less obstructed view. I got a marginal but reasonable look through my ADEX binox, focusing especially on the soft gray head, lower back and tail, the warm brown wings, and the robin shape, but the bird was too far and the light too bad for me to get even marginal photos. The bird came in and out of view a few times, but mostly lurked behind way too many branches for satisfying looks or focused photos. There are quite a few birds on the Minnesota and Wisconsin checklists that I've still never seen. But as soon as I got both state lists over 300, I've not wasted energy yearning to see more. Yet somehow I must have felt a lingering twinge of sorrow at missing the Grand Marais Field Fair in 1991, so near and yet so far when I was stuck at home with our kids while Russ was at a meeting out of town. This was the kind of accommodation everyone makes for family and at the time I was still seeing lots of new birds in the state, so I thought I'd put it all behind me as just another one that got away. But I must have had it on my subconscious bucket list. I was surprised at just how elated I felt when I saw it. Unbeknownst to me, the whole group of us who went beyond the road for the better looks were trespassing on private land. A couple of birders even suggested crossing the field to get better looks, but we all knew that was private land. Even though we hadn't gone very far into it, I felt bad when I found out we weren't supposed to be where we were. Eric, who spent a lot of time at Prentice Park when he was at Northland College, did realize that the road was the boundary of public land there and quietly stayed where we belonged, getting only a brief, extremely unsatisfactory glimpse. He, of course, needed a better view to be comfortable counting field fare on his life list. Hope springs eternal in the birder's heart, so he, Sarah, and I stuck around for two hours after the time the bird is usually disappeared. 
lingering was the right decision on an abandoned, overgrown snowmobile trail that forms the boundary between Ashland and Bayfield counties, finally some blue jays started gathering near some buckthorn. Suddenly a robin started singing. A red-winged blackbird popped up for a moment, and people got brief glimpses of a couple of finches. And Eric and I picked up on some dry, staccato notes coming from the Ashland County side of the trail the field fair. And suddenly, there it was, flying with some blue jays across a power line cut on the Bayfield County side. It popped up in a tree about as far away as it had been across the field first time around. This time, Eric got a satisfying look with his spotting scope. Within a minute or two, the field fair dropped back down into the vegetation. People got one or two more glimpses of it, and then it was time for us to head to a coffee shop for a lovely celebratory brunch and back to Duluth. Mission accomplished. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.